Oosh, 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 ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Coffee Before Art. I've got my coffee handy right next to me. Shout out to everyone on Instagram that threw up some of the suggestions on the topics that I could speak about. And I obviously picked one, and it is the creative process. It was posted by the homie on Instagram that goes by the name of n.vandore, all the way from Jordan. Homie, thank you for posting it up. Now, obviously this postcard is brand new. I've done a plan for this one and we're going to get right into it. So, the creative process is a big topic and it's kind of funny we're tackling it quite early on in the podcast. But it's really good to have it sort of there because everything that kind of comes after will, will really kind of be based on the approach of the creative process and everything to do with creativity in general. But, before we get into it, let's define creativity, which is probably the most important thing to define, I think. So, I have the luxury of speaking three different languages, um, English, French, Spanish. So I decided to look through them all and find what they think, you know, the definition of creativity is. And for French, they, their approach is more so like it is a capacity. It is a power that an individual has to create. It is the, the ability to imagine and sort of realize something. That is the French definition, um, which is quite interesting. So if we go over to um, sort of Spanish, Spanish is quite similar as well, but it uses um, language that's a bit more sort of sensitive to the idea that um, creativity may not be a power, but it has an element that sort of um, an individual can't control. So there is that like that um, that mysteriousness that creativity is is something that is both some like something someone can control but also can't control so it brings the 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 idea of subconscious sort of activity in it and that's why i kind of feel like um that definition is is the one that i sort of agree with the most um when it comes to what creativity means so for spanish it is saying it is like the ability to create so similar to to, to french but it also uses the word the ease or the the facilidad which is the spanish word there and the root word in that word facilidad is facil which means easy so the spanish definition is taken into account that like there is an ease to create whereas the french is talking about a power to create um let's quickly just let's put english into the mix as well english pretty much just uses the it says the use of imagination the use of imagination or original ideas to create something inventive i'm like cool that's really nice well done english well done <laughs> that's really good <laughs> english speakers no disrespect um but let's go back to spanish so <laughs> so the spanish word facilidad kind of um is the one that i was like really drawn to because it, it takes into account the fact that like creativity is sort of like something that you also can't control you know like when you're being creative you can't just kind of just decide hey, I'm going to be creative and ideas are going to come to you and you're going to be able to smash them. It kind of comes from out of nowhere, like just ideas, they pop into your head. And that's why I feel like the Spanish definition takes that into account a little bit more. Furthermore, it also kind of speaks on the the sort of um, like sensitivity to be able to create as well and the predisposition that a person may have to be creative. Um, whereas the French is kind of like, oh, you just have the power to create. Um, 
where it's like cool you have the power you kind of force it and you, you have control over the power um and i don't mean that like it may necessarily you may necessarily have the power to create and that you have the will but it hints towards that a little bit more whereas whereas spanish kind of goes you know you have a like an like an ease and, and like a sensitivity to be able to be creative that's why i think um the spanish definition is a lot more what i feel like um is is what creativity is which is like a sensitiveness to being able to be creative you don't so much have the control of it um so it kind of just comes out of you and you're sensitive to your environment to your surroundings to just a bunch of different things that allows that creativeness to come forward especially when you're presented with a problem that sensitivity gets kicked in because you can interpret and sort of think in different ways which is what the the, the sort of final definition of creative creativity is which is the ability to solve problems um, that like all three languages kind of take into account so that's kind of cool but I feel like the definition offered by Spanish is by far the one that is most sort of closer to what I believe um, creativity is which is a sensitivity um, to being able to you know approach things in different way so Spanish well done bruv well done well done Alright, so now that we've defined the definition of creativity, or at least gotten a bit closer, let's move on to the creative process. Now, with the idea in mind that creativity is sort of the ability to solve problems, and that there's a sensitivity and there's a part of you that can't control it, let's go into building the creative process. My creative process, I'm not sure if it's the same to everyone else, but it may be similar. So, let's get into it. The first thing, the most important thing is like, if you take into account that you're solving a problem for someone so you have a process that's going to help you solve that problem who is it for is it for yourself or is it for a client if it's for yourself you may be like hey i just want to go out i want to film something i just want to take photos i want to experiment with a certain certain part of photography that i'm quite not comfortable with or for videos that i'm just I haven't done before i don't have experience in it and i just want to try it that's for you so it's like a personal endeavor it's a personal sort of thing that you just want to get better at for a client, it's a bit different. They might come to you with a vision or like a, an idea that they're just like, hey, we want so-and-so and we want it for so-and-so and can you please do so-and-so? And you're like, cool. Given your, you know, your skill base, you're like, great, I can do that for you. So I think both of them share a similarity, but the personal sort of endeavor takes into account that you may be pushing yourself a bit further than you're comfortable with so the process there might be different but you may use some of the basic fundamentals to to get there as well so let's go more into the client sort of thing right so the most important thing to define when a client sort of hits you up about you know being creative you go into your creative process is what project is it what are they actually trying to tell you to do that's what i do the first thing i'm like what does this person want they've called me they've messaged me what do they actually want from me? What project is it? What is the essence of the project? So you're asking questions like, why, who, what, where? Why might be like, oh yeah, they're just you know trying to get a few more people through their doors or something like that. Who, who might be like the target audience? Like who are, is this sort of video made for? Or who is this piece of um, sort of creative art thing made for? And what what is it is it is it a short video is it a, a like a happy video is it a side video so is, is it an instagram story video what is the video can we actually define it is it a promotional video um and and from then on you can 
move on to where where is this going to be posted obviously a lot of footage tend to go on social media but you may be making content for who knows television or you know for your 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 family's gathering so it's important to define all those things why who what where and then you understand the project so this is the part where it's really important to ask the, the, the client a lot of questions you know it's like look just give me as much of your brain fart as you can to help me with my brain fart that I'm gonna do at home to help you achieve this brain fart that we got going very simple so the problems problems that the client might have like the client might be like hey look we're just noticing that there's not a lot of young people coming through our doors which is a you know sort of like a problem that I had to solve for a client recently so you're like okay cool so the video has to obviously sort of appeal to a younger crowd all right so because it has to appeal to a younger crowd it may need to be posted on social media maybe snapchat maybe instagram sort of thing so just there you go as soon as you have the target audience you kind of have like a few more ideas what to do now once you define the problems what you have to solve this is where your mental shit storm comes in that's what I like to call it a mental shit storm very simple so a mental shit storm is also known as a brainstorm <laughs> so this is the part where you may sit down you write down the problems and you have a look you may visualize um, what what how you see yourself solving the problem this is where you call into um, call into all your ability your experiences your skill you know um, and your creativity to actually try to help you solve this problem this is probably the most important part this is where you sit down and you just open up your brain to ideas to come to you um, especially if you haven't done if you haven't solved this sort of problem before so this is the part that I would sort of um, regard as the research part It's like what am I gonna make like how am I really gonna solve this problem how am I gonna try and do this am I gonna try and choose this approach am I trying to try and choose this strategy so this is where you just trying to like kind of get an idea of how you're gonna attack the problem so once you've sat down you've got some ideas about how you're gonna solve the clients problem that's pretty good but you may want to go a bit further you may want to go have a look at the competitors has anyone else solved this problem which is what I do I was like I'll have a look around I was like have a look at other videos and I was like oh yeah cool you know he kind of did that and like I kind of like that all right, this person did this and this person did that and I'm like oh nah look, this person did this but I don't like that I'm not gonna go with that approach so I kind of just like assimilate all their approaches and then from then on from my knowledge and how my style is and what I'm capable of I kind of pull out something to synthesize from all of the stuff that I've seen around and um, the ideas that I have as well keeping into account what the client's problems are as well to bring out something that I'm like yo one two three three of these approaches will do really well um, in solving the client's problem so that is kind of like your creative attack this is where you your ideas and you hope your ideas come out of this zone if they do then you can write them down and then you're pretty much good to go you can pretty much report to the client hey this is some of the ideas that I have what do you think and if you have a client just kind of like wanting you to report on that process you may need to do this so you may need to actually report to the client and be like hey this is how I'm thinking of solving the problem that you brought to me what are your thoughts this is the part where they might go I fucking love it this is the part where they're like I hate this shit why did I even book you ah shit I'm changing this is whack uh, but you hope that they love your ideas so just to break it down before we go on uh, a bit further so first thing you do what is the problem of your client we're taking the client perspective here once you get their problems and you you know like the why who what where how are you gonna solve the problem you go into a mental shitstorm 
brainstorming basically getting all the ideas that you can you know things that you have ideas that you know come to you and things that you've done before just your skills and your expertise call them all into action to give you something from there on you might go into other people's stuff competitors you know have a look at the you know how they've done it how someone else solved their problem once you've done all those stages then you should have like a solid idea a dot point of how you're going to report back to a client if you need to the client might be like yo man just do whatever you're going to do i trust you whatever cool so you finish you have a few ideas now you got to go into your execution phase the execution is probably the most important part if you don't execute nothing is going to come out of the last previous steps and the client's problems aren't going to be solved so you need to execute once you get your ideas that you want to put into place to solve a problem it's very simple you need to execute them so you may want to use a previous blueprint to execute your ideas you know when it comes to video for example you know which is the area that i'm currently working in a lot you may want to use some of the prerequisites so like you need to do a pre-production you need to plan stuff okay cool i need this shot i need an intro shot fairly simple and i need a closing shot okay you may scout out the venue you might be like all right what does the venue looks like or you know where is the wedding place held at you may do a few things like that. You may scout it out to help you really plan your attack on the day as well. Because it's very, very different to rocking up on the day not knowing what the venue looks like and all of that. So often I'll actually, you know, Google the venue. I'll be like, alright, cool. To give me give me a bit of an idea of like what the place looks like that I'm gonna be recording and um what the clients is needing or like how I'm gonna use, you know, take advantage of the venue to really make this video stand out and better solve the problem of the client so that's another step that i'll go into scout out the event you know like have a look at the place see how you can better use it to fit what you're trying to do and news break like you, you may find that the venue does not agree with your plans like you may be like i'm trying to do this shot do that shot do that shot because the video is going to end up looking like this you know and then you get there and you're like oh shit this venue does not cater for what i'm trying to do i was shooting a wedding one time and um obviously i'm trying to use a drone you know it's a thing right now i'm like yo you know it'd be cool to give them a drone shot I'm like cool and i'm like hey you know what can i use my drone you know blah blah, blah. they're like oh yeah sure you can i was like fuck yeah that's good that's mint they're like between five and six and i was like oh what you know so they flipped it on me now i couldn't get the drone to go up for the foot you know any of the the bridal walking the arrival i couldn't get the drone up for any of that time and it just happens that after the, the you know the whole thing was done i shot it all on the ground obviously uh, I was able to take the drone up between 5 and 6 and that's when the bride and groom went out to take photos so it was perfect we were on like a golf course and all that so the drone was able to go for like less than an hour pretty much to get those shots so you know like that could have been a bit of a disaster if they were like yo we don't allow drones and I'm like I gotta go back to my blueprint and have a look and be like okay drone shot is out of the question I may need to tell that to the client be like hey look I was wanting to use a drone it's not happening you know and so this is where your pre-planning really comes into you know into sort of like effect if you had checked out the venue before if you had a look you might realize that some things aren't possible so you can refine your plan before doing this on the day so so the execution process planning pre-planning going there having a look at the things you can or can't do does the venue or that's where you're filming agree with what you are planning to do for the client you know um cool so once i get this all good you know i know what i'm doing so I film everything, you know, I film it, you know, how you film it with just the basic fundamentals of filmmaking, you know, close up wides, you know, medium shots, all of that, glide shots, gimbal, you know, the whole nine yards. I can do another podcast on like the details of that, but I get in and I get exactly what I need. So all the important moments, the important reactions, you know, the vibe and all of this is meant to help solve the problem 
you know um, if we just take a sample problem which is you know to get younger people into a venue so I need to get shots of people having fun I need to get shots of younger people having fun I need to get shots of you know you know some nice margaritas some alcohol being poured not too much but you know I need to excite the people that are gonna watch this because they're gonna be younger people they want to be excited they want to be like yo we're going to this venue for our Saturday night and we're gonna turn up because I saw this video that had this and that and that and that they're gonna report that so I need to make sure this needs to be exciting so um, so that's some of the shots you know that would help you sort of like get an idea of the shots you need to get for that sort of video where you're trying to get younger videos younger younger videos goddamn younger people into the venue so it needs to be exciting this is an example so once I get all the shots that I need I'm I'm, I'm feeling pretty confident that I'm like yo this is gonna be a sick edit you know, I've got some reactions, I've got people having fun, I've got this and that, I've got, you know, I've got all that I need. I go into a mode that I have to call the switcher and the experimentation, experimentation part, you know. So what I do is I kind of go, all right, I've got all these shots, but how can I just experiment with the, the venue right now? How can I just do shots that I haven't done before? Or how can I try, you know, certain transitions that I haven't tried before? Or would this transition work? Let me let me just experiment. Let me run around and just get a bunch of random shots that I'm gonna, you know, just pre-plan to work with something and see if it works out. And usually in this part is where I get a, like, you know, that special touch, you know, that makes this video different from the other ones that uh, I've done or that you may have done because you're like, okay, cool. I've got these sets of problems around me. How am I gonna use them to make to to come up with a creative solution? So it might be that, all right, this bar kind of curves around like that and it follows on through to this place and then it goes out this way you might be like alright how am I gonna show that transition I may go through the bar then down I might flow it then go up then transition into an upper area so you might plan out a little bit more whilst you're there because you know you already got all your shots that you need so you might have a bit more of a fun and be like okay let me really interpret this location and really have a bit of a bit of a go at like you know playing with the surrounding once I've done that I have a margarita <laughs> yeah no. <laughs> Yeah, now I might actually have a margarita because I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty comfortable by then if I'm experimenting. So I may have a drink, chill out a little bit, make sure the client is okay with that. I go into another phase called the aerozone. This aerozone is where I'm like, I don't know how to do this thing, but I'm gonna just give it a go. I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna film it. I'm gonna see what happens. So these are the ones where like I may be holding the camera, like not even looking at it. I'm pointing it at like above someone's head, and I'm like, I don't care if the focus is on or not. I'm just seeing what this shot is going to be like. And I just do a bunch of random shots. You may be thinking, what's the difference between switch up and experiment? And the switch up is kind of like, yo, I'm just bringing in a bit more advanced stuff that I feel like, you know, might suit the venue. And I'm going to go for them because I have time. So I'm not playing it safe anymore. I've gone past that. I've got all the shots that I need. And I'm going to go to the next phase where I'm going to experiment. But this other phase, which is the aerozone, you know, um, it's like it, it could fuck up. It just could not actually work. So I usually spend like half an hour to an hour trying to get these shots that could absolutely not work. That could not even end up in the final edit. But they're just there to kind of like push me out of my, my comfort zone a little bit more. You know? So if it works out, it's great. If it doesn't, then fuck it. That's all good. But at least I've tried to sort of push the barrier a little bit more. So let's quickly recap this part of the this part of the creative process that I like like to go through, which is the execution. So obviously, you you know, to just go over it. One, two, three, you've got some ideas that you know the clients will love. They say they love it. Cool. You do your pre-planning. You go, you know, check out the venue if you can, Google it, have a look at it. Make sure you can fly your drone. Make sure you can do that. Just to make sure that when you rock up on a day, there's not any nice surprises. There's always surprises, but you're going to make sure there's not, you know, 
super nasty ones cool so you're gonna get your 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 you know bread and butter shots the shots that you know are just gonna make a cool video like it's gonna be a good video so you go for them you smash them you get them you get them out of the way cool then you go into your switch up experimentation experimentation phase you may have seen a video from you know sam cold and you're like yo i'm gonna try that transition you know what i may want to use after effects for this part of the transition you know you may feel a bit of cocky you know you you're feeling yourself a little bit and you want to push that so you may switch it up go for a bit of experimentation get some shots so you're not too comfortable with it after that you're like yo i'm gonna have a margarita and i'm gonna really you know turn up for this and you go into the error zone this is where you know the, the the degree of you fucking up is really high but it's all good because you already got the video on lock this is just about pushing yourself further to you know sort of get a bit more of skills under your belt in the right environment you know because it's really hard to just mock up some stuff and you know you don't really know it's gonna work out but when you're really there for a client you feel the pressure so that kind of pushes you to you know to really try to make it work so i love the error zone it's kind of like where you're really having fun you know doing some certain stuff that you're doing you know running to people or i don't know all of that anyway so that's just a quick recap of that um so yeah so that's kind of like the creative process how i would go about it for a client you know um so just going down from what do they need from you what is their actual problem this is a very important part once you can get that then you can you know put it through your creative process what the project is you know your mental shitstorm you know what other videos are around there to help you make a video that stands out fitting your style as well so your creative attack zone you know after that execution you need to execute you need to go and shoot and film this video but whilst you're filming it's very important to keep in mind some of the some of the problems you're solving for a client so those that that sort of mindset will inform some of the shots that you need to take you know some of the action some of the some of the vibe that you need to capture you know some of the some of the gliding shots that you need to have maybe you need to go handheld maybe you need to turn off the gimbal you know so that's a very important part in solving the client's problem really making sure that you're still in tune with that problem when you're executing um, the shooting phase after you shot it you know you had a good time you feel like you've really locked it in you're done man you're good you're good you get home and you back up all your footage very important I know this is not so much of a creative process but soon as I can get to my computer I back up all the footage straight up just to make sure to avoid any sort of mishap with footage being deleted and all of that so this is an extra bonus um, so in a nutshell that is my creative process when it comes to attacking um, sort of like maybe a video sort of thing but even with photo you would you would, you would approach it in a sort of similar way with um, take, sort of taking this breakdown to getting into the final product that you feel like the client would really enjoy now post-production also goes a bit further in the creative process and like it's a whole nother topic you know once you got your footage and you know you're like this is really cool i love it you know i'm feeling this now it's time to edit it the footage is not gonna magically come together that is like the the thing that you need to get once you've done all this and you're like i've done hard work i've done my creative process i've been listening to coffee and art i mean coffee before art you know i've done my creative process your job is not done yet man you need to actually edit this and the editing is where you could make the footage or you could break the footage so in the editing process i won't go into too much detail maybe this can be a whole nother progress on how sort of the breakdown of how i go through about editing a video but one thing i can tell you is that you need to keep all the problems all the steps that you've taken before filming the video into consideration you need to visualize them and make sure whilst you're editing you're actually in tune with what was shot on the night so everything sort of is cohesive and comes together to really deliver on 
your whole process of making sure that you know the problems have been solved whilst filming and also as you're editing so things like the look the transition you know the pace of the, the the edit you know the music choice you know some of the color grading stuff which you know goes down under the look as well so a lot of those things you know needs to be taken into account just to make sure that they really match with the the, the idea that you've been going with so this is where you don't want it to break down where you like film something in this style and then you end up editing it in a completely different style and the client's kind of like yo what the fuck is this um your shit <laughs> but yeah so just to wrap it up um, the creative process is one that you know can be super complicated but this is just a like a basic breakdown on how I would approach it just to leave you with a small little sort of like dot point so for a client define the client's um, problems why who what where why why do I want a video who who's is it for what what type of video is it? Is it promotional yada yada where is it gonna be posted you know Instagram whatever social media all of that once you get that the problems you want to solve them very simple you put into action your creative process mental shitstorm brainstorm all of that shit get your ideas together from then on have a look at the competitors what are they doing are their videos different from you you want to go with a certain style or do you want to switch it up you know go with that this is your creative attack zone from then on you need to execute but before you execute you need to go out plan have a look at the venue is this shit gonna work is it not gonna work and whilst you're shooting keep in mind what you need to do the problem that you're still solving still connect with it you know, switch up, have a bit of experimentation and then go into the Arizona because something special can come from there. I recently, you know, one of the weddings that I shot, there was like a, like a, like a soap, soap bubble thing that, you know, the kids play with and it was floating around in the air and I was like, yo, let's go, let's get this. You know, so I was running around chasing the bubble and I wanted to really get it into the frame and get it in focus. Um, so I was running around for like five minutes trying to get this thing. That's the Arizona. That's like, this shit can work or not work. For me, it ended up working and it was kind of a bit of a special shot, a special touch. Um... And then the post-production part, which needs to sort of encompass all these things that happened before. It is the piecing together. So keep that in mind. Um, but yeah, so that was, uh, that, was, that was fun. My coffee is still here going strong. Thank you very much for listening. If you have any questions, any clarification, hit me up on Insta. The name is Abso underscore. I think it's an underscore. It's an underscore. Yeah. So um, I'm going to leave you there. So that was the creative process. Um, on the, from the perspective of a client we can obviously do one from your perspective of trying to push yourself and all that um, so, this, so there's a lot of ideas that was presented to me on Instagram that people want to hear about so I'll be picking another 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 topic another idea that I could speak on and share my perspective and uh, maybe get other people that I know that may have more experience than me to you know sort of speak on that as well so it's all about sharing you know the knowledge that you know people around you have and that we can all just you know um, get into contact with and use to better our craft yeah 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 all right thank you very much for listening if you're on itunes leave a rating bruh if you don't leave a rating i look like this is whack so you need to leave a rating preferably like five star nothing less bruh you need to do that for me thank you very much until next time peace capiche shout out to the homie that give me gave me this idea um it, it, i think it was a really good one and a lot of people might be interested in it so n dot vandore thank you bruh until next time, peace, capiche.